Stay tuned now for Love Talk with Kathy Enderbrock, Carrie Brinkater, and Evelyn Davison. They're talking today about Thanksgiving and Thanks Living. Thank you, John. We are in studio today, and uh, we're broadcasting out of Austin, Texas. This is Love Talk with the Love Ladies, and on today's Christian show, uh, 1120 on the dial, the bridge. And it is a time of thanksgiving for thanks living, Miss Carrie. Aren't we happy to be here? Yes, ma'am. Hello, Miss Evelyn. We have all the Love Ladies together today, and it is so wonderful as we are here on this Thanksgiving weekend celebrating and looking at how we can just be grateful and thankful and what the Bible says about that. Hey, Kathy, how are you today? Hey, great, Carrie. It's so good to be with everyone. You know, I, I, I just love the whole principle of thankfulness and giving thanks because regardless of the circumstances, if you are up or down, right or left, in or out, we have so many things to be thankful for. And, you know, we are actually on today's show, we are going to talk about almost 400 years of Thanksgiving celebrations in America. And and we're going to uncover how our annual Thanksgiving is impacted so much by our daily Thanksgiving. And we're going to have fun talking about this today. Well, it, you know, our key verse today is out of First uh, Thessalonians 5.18, and it says, In everything, everything, that means all things God blesses, all things he's made, we're to give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus uh, concerning each one of us. And so it, thanksgiving becomes thanks living, Kathy, in a way that people can look at us and see how great Jesus Christ is. That's what oh, Thanksgiving that. is. Okay, now, ladies, it's been a while. It's been almost a month since we've been able to really catch up and the three of us be together. So I'm dying to know what you guys have been up to and, and what you're doing for Thanksgiving. Well, Miss Kathy, <laughs> we don't have enough time to talk about what Evelyn's been up to. <laughs> <laughs> we never do. That's so true. You are so, well, so full of life. Well, uh, the one thing I do want to throw out for, for all of our good friends that are listening is that we are living in a time right now when God is writing love on the hearts of God's people in this nation. And we are, we are tremendously grateful for that, that he's called us forth to operate under a conservative viewpoint in this nation. And we've, we've needed that for a number of years now. And so we are so grateful that we've got an election behind us. And we're very prayerful for those that are going to be our, our leaders and, uh, and how God's going to use some people that we probably would have chosen ourselves, Carrie. <laughs> Is that right? Well, you know, God can use anyone, Miss Evelyn. Absolutely. We are all vessels, and God can work through any person at any time in, at any place. And I think that's what we all have to remember as we walk through and navigate these unchartered waters um, that our nation is, is going through right now. And you know what, Miss Evelyn? That's okay. Yeah. We all need to take a deep breath and relax a little bit and know that the Lord is ultimately in control. 
I'm super excited about this week. I am going to be able to spend some time with some family that we haven't seen in a while. We're actually going out to um, a ranch out um, west of Waco, and my kids are pumped. They're going to get to camp out under the stars. They're so excited and be with some cousins that, um, again, we haven't seen in a really long time. And so... We're we're very excited about getting to spend time with family. I know a lot of people are a little trepidatious uh, mm-hmm. this Thanksgiving um, about friends and family, but you know what? I I am choosing to look at this through a lens of gratefulness and thankfulness. You know, our family is so important. Whether we mm-hmm. agree with them politically or religiously, our family is so important just to love on one another and really be grateful for that time we get to spend together. Kathy, what are you guys uh, up to this week? Okay, well, I do have to say I'm, I'm listening with a little bit of jealousy because up here in Idaho, <laughs> we are not able to be together with family. And we just received our big family Thanksgiving invitation, our um Eric's cousin Lane, we kind of take turns. So sometimes it would be at our house, sometime at our cousin Tiffany's house, and sometime at cousin Lane's house, and all the family gets together. So we received our big invitation for that, but we are not going to be traveling over Thanksgiving. Instead, we are just going to remain here in Idaho, but we're going to have fun. We're going to go skiing with a bunch of friends. And, oh, uh, so we'll I'm get, jealous. We'll, I know. Yeah. <laughs> So we're going to get together with with friends rather than family for Thanksgiving. And, um, you know, I for me, it's going to be a nice time to step away. I'm going to turn off the um, national public radio and (laughs) (laughs) and turn off the TV and just focus on family and and really being grateful for everything that God has done and everything that he promises to do. And he's Um, made some big promises, Kathy. He has, you know, I was talking to John earlier today. uh, There are more than five thousand promises the Lord has made in his word for us. And they're all for good. You know, uh, the scripture says that all the promises of the Father are yes in Christ Jesus. And that is such a a blessing to us who struggle, you know, with trying to be happy when things aren't going well or mm-hmm. when we're separated from family. And we know a lot of that goes on out there. And so, you know, today we would we would recognize that everybody does is not blessed as well as we are. But you know, that's that's the thing that the Lord uses in our life, Kathy, to bring us to the knowledge of who he is primarily, and that is that he is our Lord and our Savior. And these are exciting times. We we um, we are expecting some uh, some new things <laughs> with the new administration, and we're we're praying about that. In fact, uh, the new book that we have been working on for about three months now, praising and praying across America. It's about ready to go to the publisher. It's been through the editor and all the proofing process. Have just a little bit more to do in references. Um, but we've made a decision not to put it out, not to publish it, until after the inauguration. With a lot of the discontent and some of the um, even threats are going on in our nation right now, we think it would be best. And a lot of people pray. One of the things I'm so grateful for this week in Austin, Kathy, you would, your garter would run, your stockings would run up and down if you'd been with us. 
<laughs> we had we had 24 hours of constant prayer over this city with pastors and people coming together. And it started with individuals and moved into uh, Great Hills Baptist Church where we had this huge, big event. And, you know, I look back, because I'm old, I look back when I came to Austin, I didn't think God lived in Austin because there was no outside expression of Thanksgiving. And we got it in Texas this week. Isn't that wonderful? I'll tell you what, Miss Evelyn, it, it has been very interesting over these past couple of weeks to just to just really look and see what's going on. And I know a lot of people are concerned about social media and everything that's that's going on there. I, I'd like to to comfort you guys with a verse. With a couple of verses from Second Timothy, Second Timothy two, because a lot of times we don't we don't know what to do. We know we have our opinions and we feel a certain way, and but but yet we, we we're struggling and we see all this discontent going on um, uh, with our friends. And here's a, here's a verse I'd just like to remind us all of as we as we go to Thanksgiving and we look at all the things that we have to be grateful for and um, how to not walk into pitfalls. And here we go. Second Timothy uh, 23. Don't have anything to do with foolish and stupid arguments mm. because, you know, they produce quarrels and the Lord's servant must not quarrel. Instead, he must be kind to everyone, able to teach, not resentful. Those who oppose him, he must gently instruct in the hope that God will grant them repentance, leading them to a knowledge of the truth. And I would just say, you know, folks, um, turning turning around and not having an argument and just being thankful to be around somebody that is your family or your friend is, is way more important than how we feel about um you know, what's going on in our nation right now. So I would caution us all to be thankful and grateful and put together, Kathy's put together a great program for us today. And we're going to look at some principles of Thanksgiving and thanks living. You know, there's a great history of that in our nation, uh, Kathy. Uh, give us a little bit of background for Thanksgiving. Okay. You know, as I got into this, the one thing that stood out for me was that Thanksgiving, I'd always thought of it as the pilgrims and, and they had made friends and had a really good harvest and so they wanted to give, give thanks for that. But when I went through the actual documents by William Bradford, governor of the first settlement in Plymouth, and um, a proclamation by President Abraham Lincoln in the midst of the Civil War, what I found was totally the opposite of what I had thought. Thanksgiving Day, the proclamations were made not because everything was, was dandy and easy and prosperous, but because in a time of turmoil and difficulty, God was Faithful, and they were giving thanksgiving for God's thankfulness. So here are some quick stats. Carrie, do we have time for them before we go to our break? Yes, ma'am. you got about a minute. Okay. Awesome. All right. So Thanksgiving has been celebrated nationally in the United States since 1789 after a proclamation by President George Washington. Okay, so when we think of something official... Um, 1789, guys, there's your date for that. But now as a federal holiday celebrated every year and set on the fourth Thursday in November, that happened in 
1863 when, during the American Civil War, President Abraham Lincoln proclaimed a national day of thanksgiving and praise, and I quote, to our beneficent Father who dwelleth in the heavens. So we are really talking here about giving thanks to God, our Creator, um, ruler over heaven and earth for his faithfulness. And, and you know, when we learn, and I remember this, and listeners, our friends out there, I know you'll remember this too, learning about that first Thanksgiving in Plymouth and, and pilgrims celebrating it. And um, what, what they were celebrating was not merely that good harvest, but God's provision in the midst of great difficulty. And if you want to Google this, I will tell you, go and Google William Bradford, 1621. He was the governor of the first settlement in Plymouth. And when he wrote about their first Thanksgiving celebration almost 400 years ago, he purposefully did not highlight the prosperity and bounty as what prompted the celebration, but instead God's faithfulness in the midst of turmoil and trouble as the cause for thankfulness and celebration. And this is something we have got to get a hold of, wrap around ourselves like a cloak, and think think seriously about when we think about Thanksgiving um, as a holiday and Thanksgiving every day. When we come back from our break, we are going to explore this a bit more about God's faithfulness in the midst of turmoil and trouble. Join us right after the break, friends. You know, the world has changed. Getting connected is really no longer a trend. It's a reality, and it's happening all around you, leaving you to wonder how do you connect with your customers while staying ahead of the digital revolution and your competition. Texas SEO is a Christian-based online marketing company and the partner you can rely on to help navigate through ever-evolving digital landscape needs. To schedule your free consultation and digital analysis, call Texas SEO at one 1-888-988-9736 and visit TexasSEO.com or simply Google Christian SEO Company and you'll find us in the number one position. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000 square foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Jenner Town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest-growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. We're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest-growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. 
The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Let's return now to Love Talk with Evelyn Davison, Carrie Brankater, and Kathy Enderbrock. Today they're talking about Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving. Hello, friends, and welcome back to today's Christian Talk. We are here at 1120 AM, The Bridge, and you are listening to The Love Ladies. I am Coach Carrie Brinkater, and I'm in studio with Miss Evelyn Davison, and we have our beautiful, lovely friend on the line, Kathy Endebrock. Kathy was just giving us a history of Thanksgiving, and man, when you think back to 400 years ago, almost 400 years ago, William Bradford's first settlement at Plymouth, and man, they had lost a lot of people. If you look at the history, people were dying all over the place, and they were really pretty wiped out at this first Thanksgiving time. And, you know, William Bradford, he he said, we're not going to look at prosperity and bounty and these days and times. What we're going to look at, Miss Evelyn, is is what the Lord has provided mm-hmm. for us yes, through provision. the midst of all of this turmoil. And boy, how applicable is that yeah. to what we're going through right now in our nation? Right. So astounding that we can look at history 400 years ago and we can say, you know what? That first Thanksgiving was about God's faithfulness in the midst of turmoil and trouble. And I know, friends, that a lot, a lot of you are are looking at this time of year and going, man, it has been a rough one. It's been a rough couple of months. It might have been a rough last year. And if we look at what's right in front of us, we do have so much to be thankful for. We are looking at our keys to being thankful today. Our first Thanksgiving key for today is a thankful commitment. So our, our verse today, our key verse today was from First Thessalonians, and it said, In everything give thanks. Oh, man. We might be asking the question, uh, Kathy, are you sure in everything give thanks? Not everything that happens to us is worth thanking God for, we might say. You know what? Uh, Miss Evelyn was talking about, she was on her way to the studio earlier this week, and her brakes failed. You know, I don't. I don't think that. I thank God he had a, a store close by. That's well, right. We thank God for. Okay, good. I didn't hit anyone. Nobody yes. was harmed. I'm okay. Everybody else is okay. The car's okay. I just got to get this fixed, and I could roll on up into, into this, you know, a place. So there's there's even when things are going poorly, there's there's a reason to give thanks to God. There's no question that many things that happen to us. And that happen in this world are evil, they're difficult, they're filled with turmoil and 
sorrow and grief and pain and and tragedy. Folks, there's no denying that. Um, With the fall of, of man came pain and came grief. And we know that. We know these things. The scriptures are, they address our response to these things that happen in our lives that are hurtful and painful. It's our response to those things. We choose how we respond to those things. Um, and and that's in there the key. Uh, whether they're good or whether they're bad, it's not to give thanks for everything, but in the midst of every situation. And I think that that's, that's really the key there. Um, and, and, you know, Miss Evelyn, I, I think that that's really hard. I, I go back to a time in my life whenever I remember I was about eight or nine years old, and my grandfather passed away. My mom's dad mm. passed away. So I was really young, and my grandmother was like 52 years old or something. I mean, she was young, right? That is young to have your husband it's pass away. It's young when you're 85. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> to have your husband pass away at such a young age. And I remember that those next Christmases, when she would come and spend Christmas with us, she was so sad. Mm-hmm. She was so sad, Miss Evelyn. And, and, it, and her, her grief was real, and it was true, and it was raw. And I wish in my eight- and nine-year-old body that I could have gone and wrapped my little arms around her and given her a big hug and said, Nanny, I love you so much. Don't miss out on the joy in front of you. Mm-hmm. Right? I think sometimes we let You look that... at the love behind you. Right. But you look toward the joy that's before you. And joy is Jesus over you. Jesus over you. And I wish I'd have known that in my little uh-huh. my little stubby eight year old self could have could have could have imparted that joy into mm-hmm. her and said, Please don't miss what's right in front of you. And I think that's what these verses mean in a thankful commitment. That in in our circumstances regardless of what they are, that we look at the joy that's still in front of us. We don't let our grief and our turmoil and our strife and our pain in those difficult situations just rip the joy that's really sitting right in front of us. And don't let that take away from what we see and what what's right there just waiting for us to grasp. Um, so I, I think that that's, you know, having a, a thankful commitment is really a promise that that we can look to and that we can stand firm on. You know, that is so true, uh, Carrie. Uh, I, Kathy, you may have a comment about that. Uh, when you when your life is unsettled uh, or a nation is unsettled, God gives us a viewpoint if we make a commitment. If commitment mm. comes first, mm. we've got to say, okay, Lord, I'm ready. I'm ready for you to use me. I'm ready for you to, you know, bless me. I'm just ready for you. That's what Jesus over you means. Mm-hmm. And so it is important that we have a commitment to say thank you and develop that attitude that we're grateful for, for the nation we live in today. And we've got a lot of problems in America, but they're not any different basics than the pilgrims who came 400 years ago. Right. They started without anything, and we are greatly blessed in this nation. You know what? I'll take our pro- our problems over not be- not living in a free nation any day. 
Yes. Right? When you think about you know, it like it, that? It just it reminds me that, you know, in old in when we look in the Old Testament, time and time again we see that it was during times of great prosperity that the nation of Israel turned away from God. Mm. And and we really are truly the perfect example of this that one when we have such incredible prosperity as God has blessed mm-hmm. us with in this nation, we then start to feel as though something is guaranteed or owed to us. And, you know, now we, we call that entitlement. Mm-hmm. And the girls and I, you know, we've had such a good time getting these Christmas boxes for Compassion International oh. ready <laughs> for these kiddos. And yes. I, I tell the girls, I said, girls, what would it be like? Could you be thankful if on Christmas Day mm-hmm. the box that you prepared for this child was the only thing that was under that Christmas tree waiting for you? Would you be thankful to receive that? And they almost could not fathom it. I, they, 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 you know, you could see their their brains kind mm-hmm. of stop working. You know, it's like a computer when it has to reboot. You know, this is, was such a foreign concept to them that on Christmas Day they would only receive a small little box, and and that is because we are in such a great place of prosperity in our nation that we just take for granted Mm -hmm. all of these things that we should be profoundly grateful for. Yeah, that is so true. So, you know, it does take commitment. You've you've got to know where our blessings come from, but you have to see them too. And so that, that is the perception that we have of thanksgiving for thanksgiving. It's our viewpoint. We can look at anything, think about what we don't have, but if you measure what we do have against what we don't have in this nation, we are greatly blessed of God. And why is that? It's because of the gift of the love of the Lord Jesus. And that gift came, uh, Kathy, when he laid down his life at Calvary for us. In uh in evidence of who he was and why he came so that all of us could come to that point where we receive the greatest gift of all, and that is the love of the Lord Jesus. And, you know, how how do we know we need that? Well, the scripture tells us the wages of sin is what? Death. It's not life. The wages of sin is death. It's not life. Mm-hmm. And Jesus bought it, paid for it, delivered it, and it's ours as a gift. And so our perspective has to be that everything that comes our way, God is big enough to handle it. Well, that, Miss Evelyn, is our second key to thanks living. And mm-hmm. you have brought us into that just beautifully, a thankful perspective. I'll never forget, my son was, um, he's 11 now, he was probably about 8, and he was riding on the bus with my team, and we were heading somewhere, and of course, we were watching a movie in the bus, and um, it was The Blind Side, and The Blind Side is a movie about a young man, a young homeless man, who um, bounced around from school to school, really had never gone to any school for longer than, you know, a year or a couple of couple of you know a couple of months because he just did not have a home his name was Michael Orr and he ended up being a professional football player but in the midst of him growing up a family ended up basically taking him in and when this family took him in and the the lady said um the the mom in in the movie 
said, all right, Big Mike, you know, here, here's, here's your room. And uh, he looked at it, and he started, he goes, this is mine? And she goes, what, you, you, you've never had your own room before? And Big Mike said, I've never had a bed. And my son was sitting there with me watching this movie, and he's very tenderhearted, and he has such a heart for others. He started crying, and he said, Mama, is this true? Are there people that don't have beds? Mm. And I just thought, what a perspective. What a change in perspective, right? Yeah, buddy, there's a lot of people out there that don't have beds, and there's a lot of kids your age that don't have beds. You know, that's why we have Operation Christmas Child, and mm-hmm. this next week is Collection Week, and we're really excited about it because it gives us an opportunity to to present to those that do not know Him worldwide an opportunity to have the viewpoint that God loves them and has a plan for their life. It's time for a break. Miss Carrie, let's do that. We come back. We're going to talk about another key right after this. Too. To the one whose rescue my soul To the one whose love for me Hello folks, this is Van Davison with Operation Christmas Child. Every year people join me, the Bridge 1120, and Franklin Graham's team in sending shoeboxes filled with surprises and love to children around the world. Because soccer is a universal sport, I pack a deflated ball and a pump in my boy boxes, along with pencils, toothpaste, and a toothbrush. Join me and millions in this exciting ministry. Call 512-990-2600 for information. Information you want on the world of culture, the world of entertainment, the world of finances. Information you need for your world. Today's Christian Talk 1120, The Bridge. Let's return now to the three love ladies, Evelyn Davison, Kathy Enderbrock, and Carrie Brinkater. Today on Love Talk, they're talking about Thanksgiving and thanks living. Hello, friends. Welcome back to today's Christian Talk. Here we are at 1120 AM, The Bridge, and you are with the Love Ladies, and we are absolutely thrilled to be here today talking with you about Thanksgiving leads to thanks living. And we have talked about thanks living key point number one, a thankful commitment, that when we make a commitment to being grateful and thankful in all of our situations, that it really does lead to Thanksgiving, thanks living key number two, a change in perspective. You know, when I was sitting on that bus with my with my sweet boy, and and he he just could not fathom that a child wouldn't have a bed to sleep in. You know, it was really kind of a a, a wake up moment for me too that my kids need to see that other people um, live differently mm-hmm. than we do, and um, and you know what to have a heart for that. Uh, there's a lot of people that are just done on their luck through no fault of their own. They're working and working and, and no fault of their own. And so to have that change in perspective for me and for that little light to be clicked on in him, to have that soft spot and realize, man, oh, man, I am blessed. 
I think you those know, things uh, were very important. Van had that uh, wake-up moment with Operation Christmas Child. Um, Carrie, um, we had a young lady that came, and I serve as uh, the regional coordinator for Franklin Graham's team and, and for Operation Christmas Child. And uh, she talked about being in an orphan's home, and that uh, there were ten children in her little bunk area, and they all used the same toothbrush. Oh, my goodness. Mm. And so, Van, in fact, we bought 20, 20 toothbrushes. Van, in his box, he puts, he takes the air out of soccer balls, mm-hmm. puts in a pump, puts in work gloves and a few other things. Now, I do little girls because I don't have any girls. And, uh, you know, it is a perspective of what you said about, you know, uh, just what's going to be under the Christmas tree this mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. It's Christ. That's what our perspective is. And, and you know, it is so important for us to live that out in a way that people worldwide can see America still stands on blessing and thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Kathy, I know you have some interesting thoughts here on this uh, thankful perspective. You know, I, I love everything that, that you and Evelyn have said, and I love how Evelyn really summed up that, when when you look, when you go to God's Word for the truth and you see that it states that, that all, not most of us, but all of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God and that the wages of sin is death, but the free gift, the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. When you When you do realize that we were all death row inmates, all of us were death row inmates, and that we were saved from that uh, from from death, from dying, from being in death row forever, for eternity, we were saved by Jesus Christ. It, 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 it really changes that and it changes us. It changes our perspective and it changes our, our response. And this is really the, the thanks living key number three is a thankful response mm-hmm. that when we, when we make that commitment to thankfulness, when we, when we, get that shift in perspective that we truly believe that what the Bible says is is true, that God does not guarantee happiness or good happenings. Mm-hmm. But what he assures us is that everything he allows into our life will be used by him for our good. Then our, our response is able to change regardless of calamity, uh, or prosperity surrounding us. And so, you know, one of the examples, I, I love all these great stories that, that Jesus shared. And he had this incredible, this was not a parable that he told. This was an actual uh, scenario, an actual event that happened that was recorded by one of his uh, apostles. And um, actually, it was one of the disciples, not one of the apostles, because it was found in Luke chapter 17, verse 15. And it's about um, 10 lepers that Jesus healed. And a leper, they would, uh, it was a skin disease. And so they lived apart from society. They were not allowed to go and, and see their loved ones. Their loved ones could not come and see them. They were complete outcasts. And in Luke 17, verse 15, it says, And one of them, one of the lepers, when he saw that he was healed, that Jesus had healed him, 
he turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at Christ's feet, giving him thanks. And this leper was a Samaritan. And Jesus answered him and saying, were there not ten lepers cleansed? Where are the other nine? And so we see that there was only one leper that when he turned back and 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 Luke pointed out this leper was a Samaritan, which means he was even more of an outcast Mm -hmm. to the Jewish community. He was seen as one who had completely compromised the faith and turn his back on God. That, you know, that's what Samaritans were kind of looked at. So this was a Samaritan, a leper, and yet he was the only one that turned back with a thankful response. And, you know, I, I think that we, we do live in ungrateful times. We've been discussing this today. Children no longer thank their parents for providing shelter, a bed, food, clothing, Um, Parents no longer thank employers for providing them a job. And I think this even extends into church. The church members, you know, we fail to thank those who serve us with sacrifice and faithfulness. And and as citizens in this great nation, we, we believe that government is supposed to take care of us regardless of our willingness to work or plan. You know, we're not thankful for those things that we do have and are able to work for if we want them. And, you know, the question is, why? How is it that we live in ungrateful times? How how is it that that we've just um, so twisted this? And I, I really think that this kind of lies in that we've kind of twisted God's gracious provision into entitlement guarantees, you know, that we deserve this somehow. We forget that, no, we don't deserve all this prosperity. What we deserved was death, but what we got was life. And so, you know, I think it can get to the point, and we've seen this, that even preachers, um, they can begin to just tell their listeners what their listeners want to hear, that, All that God has for them is health and wealth and happiness and that anything less would be beneath our status of as children of the one true king. But uh, that really distorts God's goodness and man's need for a righteous, perfect, holy God who owes us nothing but seeing ourselves truly as we are, as kind of sinful and warped, who who owe this God everything. And this is where we need to start. That's the point that we need to start from for our basis for giving thanks. And I, and I think any other basis will really be um, kind of a selfish, limited thanks. But, but giving thanks as a first response to our Creator kind of guarantees that the right thankful response is going to flow after that. Does that make sense? Am, am I, I, I know I'm you, preaching. You know, you are so right, right uh, Kathy. Uh, and part of it is because we've given up uh, too quickly on um, the things that um, our nation was founded upon, and that is freedom and faith and hope and compassion. Um, it. 
we have raised a generation. We had uh, Jeremy Story on us with um, recently, and Jerry, um, I'm sorry, um, Jeremy uh, is head of um, a major organization with college students, and and I know you come out of that, Carrie, and mm-hmm. it is so easy uh, to see these days uh, the entitlement uh, syndrome that has crossed our nation and has misguided and even deceived young college kids. And we're seeing a lot of that on 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 television, and it is heartbreaking because we've never had a situation in our nation where our young people have turned against God's plan. Well, I think in our fast food, microwave, drive through society, you know, we're used to having things now. I mean, I can literally get on Amazon.com and I can order almost anything. Mm-hmm. And in some cases, I can have it to my house today. Mm-hmm. In almost all cases, I can have it to my house tomorrow. <laughs> So we're so impatient to wait on the Lord's guidance and provision for our lives. We get in this fast hurry, and we're like, Lord, I, I want to see that now. I want to see that now. And that's where the, that entitlement comes in. You know what? Um, my parents had to work for the things they provided us, and I'm going to have to work for the things I provide for my family. We're not entitled to just pick up right where our parents, you know, have built their lives. And I I think that this fast-paced society has given us this impatience as a nation. And, you know, there's yesterday I had um, about an hour where I got to go to Sam's. All by myself. Okay? All by that myself. Was, this that was, was exciting. This was a hot trip, let me tell you. <laughs> and, um, you know, I decided I was just not going to race through. I was going to actually look at people. And I was going to actually make eye contact, say hello. And I talked to some lovely people yesterday in Sam's. But it was about just slowing down, mm-hmm. okay, and really seeing people. Seeing them and viewpoint and perspective. And I tell you what, a smile goes a long way. Mm -hmm. When you just look up and smile at somebody and say good morning, holy cow. (laughs) You know, somebody's day can just be changed. And I I think that, you know, we're, we're not entitled, like you said, Kathy, and this is hard. This is a stumbling block for so many. We're not entitled to happiness. Mm. We're not entitled to be wealthy. As far as the world is concerned, we're, we we're, are wealthy. We yes. are. We're mm. so blessed and we're so wealthy with our relationship of, through Jesus Christ. You know, Carrie, I, I want to say, you know, happiness is where you choose to find it. And, you know, we don't have to live in a big house with beautiful clothes and have a free college education and and have everything else provided for us in order for us to be happy. If, if that's what we truly believe is going to make us happy, we will never be happy. And I was watching, I, I don't get on Facebook a whole lot, but my husband showed me something this morning, and it was this little boy, and he was 
giggling and laughing hilariously because this one song that his teacher was playing for his class, it was the, the kiddo must have been, I'm, I'm thinking, about four years old, and it was a little clapping song that you sing, you play faster and faster and faster. And he was laughing so much that he got all the other kids in the class laughing. Mm. And I think when we when we talk about thankfulness and we choose that thankful mm. response, that will resonate with the other people that we're speaking with. And, and Carrie, you talked about that Second Timothy twenty three. You know, we 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 know there's this. Um, this little thing that this gal, uh, Nancy Carmody, said, she goes, you know, I'm going to be thankful. I, I choose the thankful response. And and I will even be thankful for all the complaining I hear about our government because it means we have freedom of speech. And so when we're talking to that friend that is just driving us crazy, share a word of gratitude for something that you're thankful for at that Thanksgiving table. I hope and we took that time now, to share ju- that thankful word. Not just at the table, uh, but it's out when we're in the, in the neighborhood. And, and just saying thank you to someone that opens the door for you when you go in a store or gives you a card or something. That we have to live it for it to be real in our lives and the lives of others. It is time for us to take our break. Let's do that, uh, Kevin. When we come back, we want to talk about how it is that we can use what it is that God is giving us today right after this. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations. South at 4501 South Congress. North at 8808 Research Boulevard. And New Northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These CASA friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. 
Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Let's return to Love Talk for the last segment of today's show with Carrie Brinkader, Kathy Enderbrock, and Evelyn Davison. Hello, friends. Welcome back to The Bridge. Today's Christian Talk. You're here with the love ladies, and we are so thankful and grateful that you have joined us today in this Thanksgiving weekend. Um, Kathy, sweet Kathy, was just talking about how to have a thankful response, and she was going through a couple of things um, that were excerpts from Family Circle magazine, and I I, want to love for her to go through some of those. I've had a lot of questions lately as I'm about a year and a half out of coaching college basketball. A lot of my friends and acquaintances have come up to me, and they're like, well, Carrie, you know, how you doing without coaching Mm -hmm. those college girls? And my response is always the same, that I'm still doing a lot of coaching, which I love. (laughs) But it's, you know what, every day my eyes pop Mm -hmm. open, and I'm so grateful and thankful for the next journey Mm -hmm. that the Lord has given me. And it's a different journey. But, oh, man, I, I am so grateful every day to be experiencing new things. I am having so much fun coaching um, high schoolers and middle schoolers right now. It is an absolute joy, and every day I get to wake up and be thankful for that. And, and it truly is a blessing. Kathy, I know there were some other things here that we can, that sometimes we miss as we're looking at things we're grateful for. Okay, so I'm going to share this list with you because it was kind of a it was a fun perspective shifter for me. Okay, so. Um, Nancy Carmody, she says, I make the commitment to thankfulness. I will be thankful when the alarm goes off in the morning because it means I have a job. Mm -hmm. I'll be thankful for the mess to clean up after the party because it means I have friends. I will be thankful for the clothes that fit a little snug because it means I have enough to eat. Oh, I love that one. I will be thankful for the lady... Yeah, I will be thankful. I'll be thankful for the lady behind me at church who sings off key because it means I can hear. (laughs) And I will be thankful. Okay, this is this is the one that really spoke to me. I will be thankful for the dirty piles of laundry because it means that my loved ones are near. 
And it's so, you know, Carrie, what you said is that that thankful heart, it guarantees a good start. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and a, a thankful, thankfulness is so important, whether it's an easy day, a busy day, or a holiday. Mm-hmm. How we start our day matters. And so I just want to tell our friends, hey, make that commitment with us. Commit. Make that thankful commitment and commit to thankfulness. And when you, when we make that commitment to thankfulness, to be full of thanks, regardless of what is happening to us or around us. I promise you, I promise you this, because God's word establishes it. Our perspective on everything will change. We will literally begin to overflow with thanksgiving and giving thanks to God for all he has done and promises to do. That perspective, that thankful perspective will result in that thankful response and when people say what is going on with you are you on antidepressants or what you know why are you drinking extra coffee what's going on you can tell them you know what i'm with the love ladies and i am making a thankful commitment oh that is so wonderful isn't that you know it isn't it fun to shock people sometimes and and they go Oh, oh, okay. All right. You know, when you have that response that's so different from what they expect. And I think it's kind of fun, especially in in this climate where a lot of people are mm-hmm. being a little catty and a little, you know, on edge and grouchy, grouchy and, and we got feelings on shoulders all the time, mm-hmm. you know, just to to change that perspective and that response is um is quite comical and 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 also quite fun. And so, Kathy, man, what a blessing you have been today. Thank you so much for preparing such a lovely, lovely um, day for us. And uh, we just really thank our listeners. I know Miss Evelyn's got a bunch of announcements uh, for us today as well. Well, you know, one of the one of, one of the things that uh, we are thankful for is that we live in the time in which we live right now, uh, Carrie and Kathy, because we have an opportunity to show a world that God is real mm. and that he can make a difference in life. And we can begin regardless of where you live or what you have or what you don't have. You can be grateful that God is in control of where we are right now. Not only in our nation, but worldwide. And it is frightening to think that we're going through a time like we're going through right now when there is a lot, there's not a lot of people that say thank you, you know, that we live in a free, uh, we still have freedom to do this or we have freedom to do that. We're just so limited by our viewpoints. And that, that's those three principles we've talked about today. Mm-hmm. Our viewpoint has to be of the Lord Jesus Christ in control, moving and operating in a way that we can know without any doubt whatsoever that he's real. Well, he's mm-hmm. real and he's in control. And I think that that's where we have to sit back and say, okay, Lord, I, I get it. Things are not perfect. I, I get it. Uh, but really, what is perfect? I, I, I mean, what, what are we measuring against? A, a holy, perfect king? Nothing's ever going to be perfect down here um, in this world. 
But to sit back and, and, and take our peace in knowing that the Lord is in control is a wonderful thing. And you know what, Miss Evelyn? These The things that have been going on in our nation with some protesting mm-hmm. and things like that, you know what? We live in a free country. Mm-hmm. And isn't it wonderful that we can make signs and protest when we don't like something, you know, I look at that kind of from a different perspective. Great. You are exercising your rights as an American. Mm-hmm. Now then, go and live like an American. Well, see, that's the thing. We live in freedom, not in bondage. Yes, ma'am. And um, when when we're living under a threat of death nationally, and that's what's happening right now with the new administrations coming in, you know, all these different threats of we'll annihilate this or we will assassinate the president. Those are things that are not of God. Ma'am. But mm-hmm. we have to stop and thank him that he is in charge of the of the the army of God that is going to stand firm during this time and work the freedom that we have in this nation to be free to worship him and to have all the privileges that we have. And you know, when you look at that, we we do have freedom because the Lord has put us here for a time to be used by him. And so, we, you know, we just thank him for that. And, you know, one of the things that the choices that we have is whether we're going to serve him or not serve him as Christians. Mm. And, and the, he gives us the Ten Commandments. They're not suggestions. And one of those is that we will honor the Lord, you know. And, and Jesus taught us how to do that. In his prayer, he said, hallowed, hallowed be thy name. That means holy is God, and he is involved in my life, in your life, Kathy, in your life, Carrie, to the point that we represent him and represent love in a way that people can look and listen and learn that God has a plan for every life. And that plan for every life is life through the person of Jesus Christ. And we would say to you today, if you don't know him and you want to know him, give us a call on the love line, 512-249-6535, or go to the website, Kathy. Give, Kathy, you can give us that because you, you take care of that part of it. You betcha. And I will say thank you to our new marketing sponsors, Texas SEO, for their amazing management of our site and the Love Talk Network Radio Archives. Just go to www.lovetalknetwork.com. You'll see all of our radio archives there. Well, thank you, Kathy. It's been a wonderful day today, and we pray that you have a wonderful day of thanks living with your family as you go skiing. Thanks, Evelyn. <laughs> oh, we just, I love being with you ladies today, as always. I hope that today has been a joy for our listeners as they walk into a life of thanks living. Well, we do thank you. And if you need to talk to us, call us on the love line, 512-249-6535. And in the meantime, I just pray that you will see and believe and live the love that the Lord Jesus has planted or is offering to you. We'll see you again next week. You know, the world has changed. 
Getting connected is really no longer a trend. It's a reality, and it's happening all around you, leaving you to wonder how do you connect with your customers while staying ahead of the digital revolution and your competition. Texas SEO is a Christian-based online marketing company and the partner you can rely on to help navigate through ever-evolving digital landscape needs. To schedule your free consultation and digital analysis, call Texas SEO at 1-888-988-9736 and visit TexasSEO.com or simply Google Christian SEO Company and you'll find us in the number one position. 